Welcome to the Center for Christian Spirituality podcast. What follows is an audio recording of the weekly contemplative worship service at Chapelwood United Methodist Church in Houston, Texas. For the next 40 minutes, you are invited to engage and rest with scripture, music, prayer, silence, and brief meditations. Our hope is that you will allow wherever you are right now to be a sacred space for you, perhaps by resting in a favorite chair or lighting a candle, by gazing out a window or relaxing outside. A guide for this contemplative worship experience, including prayers, scriptures, and song lyrics, is available in PDF format at www.chapelwood.org. You can visit that same website to learn more about the Center for Christian Spirituality. The Center provides resources for people who seek a deepening relationship with God in a way that transforms their relationship with God, others, self, and the world. We are grateful you're sharing the journey with us today.
Hear these words now from Ansari of Herat. Would you become a pilgrim on the path of love? The first condition is that you become as humble as dust and ashes. Know that when you learn to lose yourself, you will reach the beloved. There is no other secret to be revealed. Would you become a pilgrim on the path of love? First condition is that you become as humble as dust and ashes. Know that when you learn to lose yourself, will reach the beloved. There is no other secret to be revealed. We come today to this place of worship on this Ash Wednesday to begin our journey with Jesus to the cross and ultimately to the empty tomb. And I don't think it's lost on any of us that today is also Valentine's Day. And I think it's a wonderful conjunction of these two because ultimately this journey that we're on through Lent is about a path of love. It's about a path of life and love that Jesus is blazing for us, has blazed for us and continues to do so. And on this path, he is teaching us the way of life, the way of love. And so in the scriptures that we will immerse ourselves in today, the psalm, the teachings from Jesus in Matthew 6, we're learning the secrets of the path of love. And just pay attention to even that word secret, how often it pops up when we hear the words of Jesus in Matthew 6. He's teaching us, you might could say, a secret way to go through this Lent. You might call it a contemplative way to go through this Lent this year. And the invitation to us all is, what is Jesus specifically telling us how to walk this path of life and love? So let us prepare ourselves. I invite you just to close your eyes and to feel that you are held in this pew that you're in right now, or if you're joining us online, that, that you are supported wherever you are, whatever you're sitting in. And I invite you just to focus your attention on the air of your heart, the secret place of the heart. And as you focus on the air of your heart, just to imagine that you're breathing into and out of this heart area, breathing a little slower and deeper than usual. And allow the rhythm of your breath to center you, to calm you, and to help you to be open and receptive in this moment as we listen, as we sing, as we pray, as we worship, 
as we offer ourselves, as we know for ourselves that we are in the stream of the loving mercies of God, always flowing upon us and in us. Please join your heart with mine as we read this psalm. Some paths we walk give us life. Even as we expend energy on them, they regenerate us. Some paths we walk take life from us. In walking these paths, our lives are made small and the life within us is diminished. And so now, let me do the work and you rest. There is a path on which blessing and life come upon us when we are oriented toward you, God, 
when we listen with our hearts to your word, opening ourselves to be shaped by your life-giving speech, meditating on your presence, centering and grounding our lives. When we embrace truth, not shrinking from what is real, from truth about ourselves, you, and the world, when we are not invested in deceiving you, others, or ourselves, as if we are more or less than we truly are, when we do not flatter ourselves so much that we think we are our image, the one who sees through that lie is blessed, able to see all persons as sisters and brothers, and to see even the evil in others in light of the brokenness from which it comes. There is another path on which our lives, love, and energy are diminished. When we orient life around ourselves, when we live self-protective lives, when we compare ourselves to others and compete in order to create winners and losers, when we tear others down in order to build ourselves up, when in our self-interest we step on others, even those we don't know, even those half a globe away in order to accumulate more for ourselves. I live with feet on both paths. My life is a confused ordering of mixed motives. I pray for the courage to daily orient myself more and more toward you and the grace to be honest with myself and you when I don't. Amen.
the living Christ says, be attentive not to do your righteousness before people to, see, to be seen by them. Otherwise, you have no reward from your Father, the one in the heavens. Therefore, whenever you do mercy or do kindness, do not sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may be seen by people. Truly, I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you do mercy or do kindness, do not let your left know what your right does, that your mercy or your kindness may be in the secret, and your Father, the one seeing in the secret, will reward you. Jesus is teaching us a secret way to do what in this passage is called mercy or kindness. Uh, That word that we're about to sing in this response, Kyrie eleison, eleison is that word that's being used here, do mercy or do kindness but to do it secretly. So as we begin this Lenten journey, how does that fall on you today? What does it mean for you to do kindness, but in a secret way, to have mercy on someone, but in a secret way? Is there someone in your life that comes to mind or comes to your heart right now that is in need of kindness or is in need of mercy? And how is Christ inviting you to do that in a secret way, not a showy way, but from the heart? Lord, have mercy. The Persian poet Rumi says that our whole lives, our whole beings, are ears, ears to the divine. And so with your whole being, would you become an ear? And Jesus says, and when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and at the street corners that they may be seen by people. Truly, I say to you, they have their reward. But you, 
but you. When you pray, enter into your inner chamber and having shut your door, pray to your father, the one in the secret. And your father, the one seen in the secret, will reward you. What is the one in the secret whispering to you today? The living Christ says, And when you fast, do not be as the hypocrites with a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces that they may appear to people as fasting. Truly, I tell you that they have their reward. But you, when fasting, anoint your head and wash your face that you may not appear to be fasting to people, but to your Father, the one in the secret. And your Father, the one seeing in the secret, will reward you. As we begin this Lenten journey, Jesus invites us to a secret fast. There are things that we are invited to let go of as we walk the path of life and love. And it, often it's inner things that are hard to let go of, not simply outer things. What are you being encouraged to fast from as we enter this Lenten season? Um, how are you being invited into a secret fast? In just a few moments, we're going to do a litany that gives us many different ways we might could do that this Lent. But as we sit with this text, just open yourself to what might be the things that we need to release and let go of so we can be pilgrims on this path of love. Lord, have mercy.
fast from judging others. Feast, feast on, on the God, God and dwelling in them. Fast from emphasis on differences. Feast on the reality of life. Fast from words that pollute. Feast on phrases that purify. Fast from discontent. Feast on gratitude. Fast from anger. Feast on patience. Fast from pessimism. Fast from worry. Feast on trust. Fast from complaining. On appreciation. Fast from negatives. Feast on affirmatives. Fast from unrelenting pressures. Feast on unceasing prayer. Fast from hostility. Feast on nonviolence. Fast from bitterness. Feast on forgiveness. Fast from self-concern. Feast on compassion for others. Fast from personal anxiety. Feast on eternal truth. Fast from discouragement. Feast on hope. Fast from facts that depress. Feast on truths that uplift. Fast from lethargy. Feast on enthusiasm. Fast from suspicion. Feast on truth. Fast from thoughts that weaken. Feast on promises that inspire. Fast from idle gossip. Feast on purposeful listens. Gentle God, during this season of fasting and feasting, gift us with your presence so we can be a gift to others in carrying out your work. Amen. And now, in these next about three minutes of silence, we invite you to just take another look at the list that we just went over together. There's many things there that we might um, fast from and many things we might feast on this Lent. Maybe there's one or two that really spoke to you as you read that list that you might want to meditate on a little bit more and see how you might fast from that or feast on that as you make this intentional journey this Lent.
doubt without circle me oh God keep calm within keep turmoil out keep life within keep death without oh circle Doubt without circle me, O oh God. Keep calm within, keep turmoil out, keep life within, keep death without. O oh, circle. Some paths we walk give us life, and the path to this table is one of those paths. When we come to this table to receive the bread, to receive the cup, we are energized and enlivened. We remember who we are. We are daughters and sons. We are children of the Most High. When we receive the ashes, we are not marked for sorrow. We are marked for wholeness. We are marked for healing. For this is the desire of the divine. That you be made whole. And in this, at this table, in this moment, in this space, and on this day, we remember that. So we remember when Jesus took the bread and he broke it and he blessed it and he gave thanks and he gave it to his disciples and he gives it to us and says, this is my body broken for you. Take, eat, and remember who you are. You are mine. And in the same way, taking the cup, he gave it to his beloved ones, his disciples, and said, take this, drink this, all of you. This is the cup of the new covenant of my blood, of my very life, which is poured out and given to you. Drink this in deep remembrance. Drink this and remember me and remember who you really are, why you are really here, and where you are returning to. Let us pray. A loving God and source of all, merciful and compassionate one, we give you deep thanks for these gifts of bread 
and cup and these ashes. We give you thanks of how you come to us, giving us life and love. We thank you that in Jesus, your servant and our Lord, we come to know the path of life and love. And we are taught the way of truth and love. And we are taught what gives us life and what takes life from us. And these gifts on this table give us life. Give us your life. We also confess the ways that we have chosen the way of death. That there are times in our lives that we have chosen ways that diminish our life and the lives of those around us. And so we pause to confess, to offer to you our confession and the silence. And we thank you, O oh God, that you have forgiven us, that you bring us into wholeness and healing, knowing that if we confess the ways that we have missed the mark of your kingdom and love, you are faithful and righteous to forgive and to heal us of all our wrong. And so we thank you, that, O oh God, that with these ashes that we're about to receive, we know and remember that we are dust and we are returning to dust. But yet also, we are from you, O oh God, and we are returning to you, O oh God. The source and origin of all love and all life. Thanks be to you. For we pray all this in the name of Jesus the Christ. Amen. Amen. This table is for you. Every single one of us. There are no prerequisites. We invite you to find the communion line that is closest to you. If you need a gluten-free option, you can come to the side with the organ and tell your server, and they will assist you with that. When you come... Cup your hands like this, and we will put a bit of bread in the palm of your hand. There will be a little cup of juice on the pedestal that you can take, and then you'll move to the person that's going to impose the ashes. Now, you can have them on your head. You can have them on your hand. Whatever feels right for you, just tell, your, um, just tell that person. Oh, the candle banks are open as well to receive your prayers, and as, as also is the prayer rails. Um, there are little baskets on the front pew if you can put your, um, your empty cup. Just If you don't know what you're doing, just look to the person ahead of you. <laughs> we are all going to get there. We are all on this journey together, companions on the way. So would you be a pilgrim on the path of love? I hope you will. Come.
Would you pray these, this prayer with me silently in your heart while I speak it aloud? Come, O oh life-giving center, life-giving creator, and rattle the door latch of my slumbering heart. Awaken me as you breathe upon a winter-wrapped earth, gently calling it to life, the virgin spring. Awaken in these fortified days of Lenten prayer and discipline my youthful dream of holiness. Call me forth from the prison camp of my numerous past defeats and my narrow patterns of being to make my ordinary life extraordinary, alive through the passion of my love. Show to me the, during these Lenten days how to take the daily things of life and by submerging them in the sacred to infuse them with a great love for you, O oh God, and for others. Guide me to perform simple acts of love and prayer, the real works of reform and renewal of this overture to the spring of the Spirit. Join me. O oh, Father of Jesus, heart of my heart, help me not to waste these precious Lenten days of my soul's spiritual springtime. So may it be. And so our practice is, when we end a service like this, is that the benediction comes from within, from the secret place. And when you have that word or that phrase or that nudge or that sense that comes only from the spirit, then you are invited to, to turn towards the rest of your day and leave in peace. Know that you are loved and we here at the center and at Chapelwood are here for you on your Lenten journey there's a description about a noonday study that we will be embarking on beginning next week in the Anchor House around lunchtime. You can read the details and register. We would love to have you join us as we, as we fortify our souls in this springtime. So know that you are loved, you are held. Now rest in the goodness of God. Thank you.